In this episode, I'm going to read Waiting by Emma Jones from her collection of poems, The Striped World. Waiting. The rain perturbs the panes. Only the wind which has shuttled through the stained and solid brick of the library tower has brought some words from a future book through the window's crack to deliver you now with its printed birds. Here are words, and here's that sea, waiting. The cold and mackerel cracked Atlantic that shakes from the lip of a mussel shell. It says, why write? There's nothing in it. When we were girls, we had the souls of girls, and now that we've grown, we have the souls of girls. Why say innocence ends when the same blue bird beats in the chest as before, and we breathe the same blue water? I haven't put childish things from me, and when I spoke as a child, there was no difference. So should they write innocence end? Well, there's no such thing. And should you write? Wind, white cloud, white paper, white swan on water the colour of macadam, thin brown river writing the swan. Is there ever an end to comparison? I miss, for example, the subtropical light through stained glass, a world contained in each hot pane, a red or green or pearl world poised like a cracked gardenia strewing its level scent. And there was a consequence to things. The light moved. And the man in the window walked down the stairs, and we walked too, through a hackneyed adolescence of holidays, debates, class, and Coca-Cola, the terrible measure of time, the pin ties in the hems of our school skirts, let down at the end of every summer. You were certain of things. You went to church. And I was a surveyor who noted carefully a growing sense of desolation in the topography of foliage and of wincing traffic. The blasted part of me, the bluest part, with its soft, lashed lid. We kidded around. The wind snagged in us like terrible breath, but it was beautiful too. A desolatory god in the suburbs who floated on the backyard pools, trailing a hand in the water and raising it like the back of a cat. We were raised. I was raised. Father. Mother. Father in the garden. Mother a pieta. And then the full light winced to a little wick. Sunsets receded from the backs of airplanes the slow stars replaced themselves one by one and the southern cross moved to Orion and you moved birds, rain the cracked Atlantic shifting its hydraulic soul and muted oil that spreading peacock rustling and cold that sea is the feathery ink of Columbus where's the green of the Pacific? those blank and burdened hills Boston, Salem, Massachusetts Hamburgers in Pilgrim Caps and in restaurants on the Cape, the droll shell of the scooped-out oyster, the elaborate love rituals of Mayflower descendants, the little ship tacking in their blue blood, as small as a ship on a sampler. And where's the end of it? New York Harbour? The Statue of Liberty taking off like an ocean liner? The blue Titanic? Moby Dick? All those flustered gulls the colour of money that launder themselves on the sea just crying, America, America. We're waiting, you say. It's clear. The light above the rain. The light below. The window's shaky replica and the way we hang between the two points, like strung out Alice's or beating birds, so pained, you say, and so illuminated. Waiting for the words to come, the more real words like the skin with its hint of a shipwreck that might rise sometime to the top. Thank you. And so on to the commentary.
normally with this podcast, what I'm doing is reading poems that I really enjoy by authors I really like reading. Um, but as I go on, and I think it's episode 49 now, or maybe even 50, um, I'm looking around at my poetry books, and I have a hundred or so books, which isn't something to brag about, because I don't think I've read half of them as well as they deserve to be read. And I'm in two minds, with Emma Jones's book, The Striped World, the book from the poem I've just read, I bought this because, one, the synopsis didn't sound too wanky, which is usually a good sign. And two, it's written by, it's published by Favor and Favor, who publish people like Seamus Heaney, uh, Sylvia Plath, Paul Muldoon, uh, Philip Larkin, W.H. Uh, Orton? They publish Orton. Emily Dickinson, like, they, they, when you look at who Favor publishes, you kind of respect the brand. And also, being an Australian, and Emma Jones being an Australian, you, as a writer, you always want to read what other Aussies are doing. And I wasn't too fussed with this book when I first read it. Um, but as I've been doing this podcast and looking for new things to read, different things to read, Waiting really struck me as, a, again, a good story. Um, or perhaps a better phrase would be, it's a good scene. It's a good image. And while it's not normally the kind of thing I read, reading it out loud made me appreciate the poetry of it. And I think it was Basil Bunting, a great English poet, um, you know, basically said that poetry is something that should be spoken out loud to get the sense of the rhythm and rhyme to it. Um, and, and so for me, the benefit of reading Emma Jones out loud this recording is I've got to hear the poetry of it, the way she kind of holds her line and holds her image and tells a story and uses alliteration and rhythm and pacing uh, to write a good poem. So I hope that you enjoyed this reading of Waiting by Emma Jones and thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate your time.